0: Hello, Anchor. Do I sound different? Do you recognize me? Well, if you don't, it's because I'm using my microphone now. So yeah, today I uh, went to the Apple store and I bought a dongle. Such is the life of an Apple user using dongles. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I bought a dongle um, to plug in my, my... microphone into my phone it's a lightning to usb adapter it's called a cam camera adapter but you can really use it for anything really um you know and it is used for audio so i thought hey you know what why don't i get this adapter and i try recording you know like i used to i when when me and lord squirrel um were doing podcasts together on youtube um I would use the microphone uh, and hook it up to my computer and stuff. Obviously, right now, my computer's in a pretty bad state. and Anchor, it's just way easier to use on the phone because of the computer's poor, not being in the greatest condition. So, you know, I thought I'd get the adapter, and, sh- and sure enough, it's working. And, you know, um, not to say that the microphone on my phone hasn't been working out. It's actually, the microphone on my phone has been uh, great. It's surprisingly really clear, but, you know, when, when I'm talking on a phone it's like you know there there were moments where i'd accidentally cover the microphone or i'd move my phone in a certain way and it would you know distort the audio or or make it sound not as clear as it could be and you know for those brief moments when that would happen i didn't want to re-record an entire section of audio just because you know oh the you know a four to five minutes i wouldn't i let's start this again i didn't want to re-record a four to five minute section of audio just for 20 seconds of of distortion or or something you know so yeah that's what I ended up uh so I ended up getting this adapter and I really like I really like this I think it sounds great and I I personally it feels a bit better for me to be sitting in front of a microphone so yeah we'll see how it goes uh, new microphone new episode of behind the armor with Sir Cal on Geek Source Entertainment. You're listening to Geek Source Entertainment. Alright, so today was a, a pretty big day. Um, you know, first off it was my birthday! Yay! Yay, 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 me! Um... Yeah, it was my birthday. Uh and then um yeah, definitely enjoyed that. It was International Women's Day apparently as well. Uh so happy International Women's Day to any women out there who might be listening. I think I have one person listening and you know. So yeah. I don't think uh I don't think it's a woman, but uh yeah. <laughs> Maybe it is. So if uh, and then it was Jedi Day uh, because apparently Mark Hamill got his Hollywood Walk of Fame star today so congrats to Mark Hamill that was that was cool to see and of course you know um, he had to start a star war oh, on uh, on the Walk of Fame and apparently he uh, you know uh, demolished Jimmy Kimmel's star so uh, that was something on the show i don't know i haven't seen the clip i don't know if he actually uh really demolished it or just demolished like a replica or something for the for the video but uh you know it was uh yeah it was there um you know so it's fun and you know mark hamill is one of the few celebrities i think who who actually he's a genuine good guy and i think he deserves you know the the fortune that uh has fallen upon him so you know um yeah and with it being my birthday i got to you know enjoy a nice relaxing day at home i yeah had the day off from work outside of going to the apple store but i don't mind going to the Apple store i like to say that that place is the closest thing to heaven we can get <laughs> you know I, I joke that when the doors open and uh, when the doors open i hear the hallelujah chorus of heaven <laughs> Um, I'm, I might have a problem, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, there was, I had pancakes for dinner, I had gumbo for, for supper, uh, it was a good day, uh, and then also, I, uh, ordered a, uh, my new iPad Pro, I've been wanting to get an iPad Pro for a while, and, uh, there was a particular model that I wanted, and so, yeah, today was the day that I ordered, I ordered an iPad Pro. Uh, I ordered the the 12.9, the giant monster of an iPad. Um yeah, that thing, that thing is is uh beautiful. I love it. And uh yeah, so I I got uh, I got the the iPad Pro ordered, so that should be because because I'm I, I uh, had it specialized. I'm, I'm I put a special message on there for myself. Um, so pay attention to my Twitter uh, Twitter account if uh, you want to see when I get it what it says and um, yeah so it'll take a bit longer typically I could just pick it up the next day if I wanted to or have it shipped to my house for like I think three-day shipping or something like that for free but um, because I, I had it specialized um, it's gonna take longer so um, yeah That starts off the episode for today. Uh, I hope... I hope that, uh, yeah, you're enjoying... uh, You enjoy this audio. I hope the audio is clear because I'm using the microphone and I'm too far gone now to change it. (laughs) Uh, At least this section. So in more geek news, um, there was... Uh, we'll start with, we'll start with, uh, the, the, Marvel news first. So, uh, Marvel and DC. So, we got, uh, Shazam! We got another look at, uh, Shazam! If you haven't heard yet, they've been, uh, getting photographs, the, the, uh, for the new DC cinematic film, um... That is in production. It's Shazam, and they just started production two weeks ago, I think, three weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Basically, it was fairly recently that they just started production on this film, and there was first a picture from the back of Shazam, and we just saw his cape, and it kind of looked weird. The cape looked off. Um, but then we got n- another picture that was still not quite as good, but it was from the front, and this time we could see the logo on the chest, and it was like, oh, okay, uh, okay, so that looks a bit better. And then we got our first actual close-up of, you know, Zachary Levi as Shazam in the costume, and it looks great, I think. Anyways, uh, I am very excited for this movie because Shazam is not a household name, and with this superhero craze going on, I'm hoping to see, you know, these not-so-well-known characters become household names. I mean, Iron Man wasn't a household name until Iron Man in 2008. Ten years later, he's a household name, and he's the most popular Marvel character. And so I'm, I'm hoping for a breakout hit from one of these characters. You could say it happened with Harley Quinn, uh, with Suicide Squad, maybe. Um, but... I'm hoping for something that goes a little bit beyond just you know because the character has sex appeal. <laughs> I'm hoping that we actually get a story, um, that is a bit helps these you know unknown characters break out. We saw a little bit of that with uh, with Justice League. You know, one of the positives of that movie was uh, was Aquaman, and a lot of people are excited for his movie. So. Aquaman could do that. It could make Aquaman a household name, which would actually be a flip from what we originally saw. Like, Aquaman wasn't just not a household name among people who were familiar with him. They kind of considered him a joke, so um, because he was kind of goofy looking, and you know, in some of the cartoons he appeared in, it wasn't very. Uh, he wasn't a very serious character, so uh, Jason Momoa as Aquaman was a very different take for the character, and it's got a lot of people pumped for the character, um, but yeah, and then another, um, in Marvel news now, uh, we got, uh, confirmation of the runtime for, uh, for Avengers Infinity War. Apparently, it's gonna clock in at around 2 hours 36 minutes, Now I'm hoping that this stays because the last time I we had a movie that had an announced runtime, it was Justice League, and then later after the announcement they trimmed it. So I'm hoping I I don't think Marvel even if they do trim it will be because oh you know for the reasons that Justice League got cut down. I think if they cut it down it'll be because they're you know they don't feel like the footage is needed. Whereas with Justice League they just cut it down because they wanted a profit and you know if your movie is shorter you can fit more movies in a uh, theater room per day more showings so that's why uh, they did it because possibly more showings in a day equals more money which is just bullcrap um because ultimately people go see a movie because it's good not because it's short um think they would have learned their lesson after Batman v Superman but I like the idea of a a longer Marvel movie I always feel like some Marvel movies could use a bit more time to breathe um in that especially with the quippy humor nature that they have quippy humorous nature that they have um they feel very rushed through like there are some moments in the film that don't feel like they they um are allowed to breathe like they should And so, I'm hoping that this movie will will allow for that. Um, But yeah, that's uh, exciting news if you're a comic book fan. So, yeah, uh, I'm excited, that's for sure. Alright, and so, you know, this will be a bit of a shorter episode today because uh, I started later, but. Um, and I have to go to bed soon because I have to be to work early. But uh, the the last little bit of um, geeky information I, w- I wanted to share and talk about was uh, it was announced obviously because it's Jedi Day they probably timed it with today. But it was announced today that uh, John Favreau, uh, the director of Iron Man, Chef, and The Jungle Book, as well as the upcoming film The Lion King will be directing a new series of live-action Star Wars. I don't know if it's a live-action by series, if it's a live-action show or live-action movies, but uh, nonetheless, it's uh, live-action Star Wars. Um, And needless to say, that's uh, pretty exciting news. (laughs) Unless you're the SJWs in the Twitter world who were... It's not a black or gay person! that the, mm, drives me up the wall because you know forget whether or not he's a capable director forget about the maybe the diversity of the cast forget the diversity of the rest of the crew if the director of the production thing is i don't even know if he's a director i think he might just be a producer i, I don't remember i just know he's something that he'll be kind of like in charge of but he might not even be the director. He just might be like in a producer role or something like that. I'd have to like read the information again. But nonetheless, for most people, incredibly exciting, he directed Iron Man that you know that 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 was the start of the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, we've it's been 10 years and we've enjoyed, you know, a whole host of great films. Thanks to him. Thanks to his work. And, of course, also, we, you know, he, he produced Chef, which was a critically acclaimed little film. It, it wasn't, like, the biggest film ever, but it was something that was critically acclaimed. And then he did marvels with The Jungle Book. You know, many people say that the his live-action adaption of The Jungle Book was not only really unique in his take and of how it was put together, you know, with uh, one real kid and the rest of it being mostly CG and the way they shot everything, but then also the fact that most people uh, uh, believed it to be better than its uh, animated counterpart. So, yeah. (laughs) But because, you know, he's... Because everything's got to be about diversity today and screw your actual credentials, you know, that's, that's what people are complaining about. You know, and... What, what I love about it is people forget that that uh, the actual, like, head of Lucasfilm is a woman. And so all these creative decisions are being made by a woman. Ow! Ow! It's, it, it ticks me off. Because, you know, even—and you know, maybe, maybe, you know, as a woman, she understands that she needs the best people underneath her to make her shows and her movies for them to be successful— and you know, diversity will come. Right now, they it's just it hasn't come yet, but it will come. Okay, the way they're going, it's like new directors and new Star Wars stuff is being announced. It seems like daily. We have the Ryan Johnson after the Last Jedi. We had Ryan Johnson getting a new trilogy. Then we had the uh, writers of Game of Thrones get their own Star Wars stuff, and now we're getting you know more Star Wars fr- stuff from John Favreau. So it's like I'm sure it'll come it's going to come, you know, and, and of course, forget the fact that also, just the last little note before I get this, but forget the fact that, you know, despite these films being directed by straight, light men, uh, they've had pretty progressive and diverse cast, you know, the main character, uh, the main characters of, uh, these two Star Wars films in the main saga, uh, the lead character has been a woman, and, uh, her lead co-star has been, you know, a black man, and then also, you know, Rogue One, the main cast was, you know, again, lead at, the the main character was a, a female, um, there was a Mexican, there was a, um, a black man, and there was also, I can't remember, um, I can't remember the one character, you know, if he was Chinese or uh, what he was, but, uh, which just shows my, uh, my ignorance, but, um, and, and that was a first for many things, so it's not like just because it's being directed by one, you know, one person doesn't mean that it still can't be an example of diversity, and I think it's just stupid that diversity has become, in the Twitter world anyways, the thing that everything has to be, like, who cares about making a good film so long as it's diverse right like the, this latest film A Wrinkle in Time by Disney is being praised by critic or by by people for being diverse because you know it's ma- mainly women and and people of color and all that and yet the critics are early critical reviews are saying it's a mess of a film so if that's true then um yeah that's the problem when diversity is your only only thing that you have going for you it doesn't end up being a good product you need the the best examples of diversity have always been good films you know that happen to have diverse casts like alien you know is a great sci-fi horror film and it just so happens that the main character is female kind of thing I don't know if James Cameron wrote it, you know, that way. Uh, Terminator, Sarah, Sarah, Connor too. Um, but yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting beside myself. Uh, but because, yeah, leave it to the, <laughs> leave it to people on Twitter to overreact and take otherwise good news and find something to nitpick. But yeah, so I'm personally very excited for this news. I think he's a very talented director, and I am very, very excited to see what he will bring. Again, I can't remember, uh, I'd have to double check. I can't remember, though, if the news was that he's director or just gonna be, like, in a, in, in a executive producer role. But either way, he's gonna have a, a hand in, and he, and he will be at least partly in charge of a, of a new Star Wars series. I don't know if it's films or television, but nonetheless, I am very excited for this news. And, uh, yeah, um, that's, uh. Pretty good news for Star Wars Day, honestly. All right, so that does conclude another episode of Behind the Armor. Um, yeah, I went on a little uh, tirade there at the at the end, but uh, um, yeah, I really need to get off Twitter, honestly, for my my own mental state because you know I I go on other sites I go on general news sites I go on reddit and other in, in the news that Star Wars gets a new series from a talented director and the reaction is mostly positive of oh hey this guy's a talented director he's gonna be doing Star Wars stuff cool you know there is some skepticism of the fact that Star Wars is becoming like you know corporate and there's that And, and, you know, the the idea of, you know, we went from, you know, six Star Wars films in, like, three decades to now we're going to be having so much Star Wars, you know, there's the risk of, of, uh, just it becoming, uh, like, what's the word, um, not inflation, but the word when, when things lose their value because there's so much of it, um, yeah, I can't remember the word now, but, you know, that sort of thing, the, the, the idea that, you know, there's, yeah, that's kind of the general concern that Star Wars fans have, and then, yeah, so, I really need to get off Twitter, because it, it just seems to be the, uh, the, the bane of, of my existence, and it seems to be where all the SJWs hang out, and maybe Tumblr, I think Tumblr is where they hang out too, which is why I don't have a Tumblr account. Uh, but at the same time, it's also the easiest easiest social media site to manage for me, you know. So I I like Twitter because I if I have a random thought, I can just post it, you know. Uh, Facebook I don't really I, I don't really have an interest in Facebook and yeah. But um yeah. Nonetheless, uh, I hope everyone had a good uh, had a good time, you know. So. I apologize if there's noise going off in the background, but, uh, yeah, someone is doing dishes, and I forgot to shut my door, so, um, but if you can't hear that, then I apologize for, um, for the diversion, but, um, yeah, I hope everyone had a good, uh, had a good time, had a, enjoyed the episode, um, yeah, happy International Women's Day, happy Jedi Day, and happy birthday to me. Sir Cal. This has been Behind the Armor with Geek Source Entertainment. Have a good night, everyone. Or good day, maybe if you're listening to this. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, have a good one.